Frontier League tonight with Jack, Nick, Jeremy, Bob, and field reporter Dan. Welcome to the show. Let's play ball. What is up, Frontier League fanatics? We are back. We have returned from our four-month hiatus, and we are thrilled to be talking of Frontier League baseball again. So, we got most of the crew in studio today. We got uh, Jeremy, Bob, and Dan, and then uh, me, Jack. But uh, we're missing Demma, because I guess school is more important than... Frontier League Baseball. Frontier League Baseball. Which is uh, shocking. Shocking. You know, I think uh, us four really have a commitment to the show. and We know our priorities. We have priorities in line, and that's something Demma doesn't. And, you know, it just goes to show in his work ethic. And, uh, you know, I, I you, you got to think, is he really that valuable of a member of this team? I don't, I don't think so. If his priorities aren't in line, then... Well, sorry, we'll show you the door. One thing's for sure is this will be debated for a very long time. Oh, yeah. I mean, we can also talk about someone with skewed priorities, but that's for later on in the show. (laughs) Um, So getting down to it, Frontier League 2015 season ended. Uh, You know, uh, I guess people could see this championship of the uh, Rascals and Beach Bums coming together. I mean, Rascals were leading in basically every category. But, uh, Dan, you want to talk a little about uh, that championship? I know you were watching. Yeah, my bums, they uh, had a 4-1 win. They took the series uh, over the Rascals. It's their first uh, championship in Traverse City since they moved there in 2006. Um, you know, it was, it was a big game. They were the underdogs, but um, they had a big showing from Jose Vargas and Reggie Lawson, their two-star players, and uh, they got the job done. They got the All job right. done. Jeremy, uh, how did you feel about... Uh, the normal corn belter season this year. Well, they did make the playoffs, which, as a corn belters fan, I have to be happy about. It's something to build on for the future. Well, yeah, you know, n- you know, going to the playoffs is nothing to ever be ashamed. Oh, of course of. not. But shot big shout out to. I mean, they won the West over over River City. I mean, River City was uh, their players statistically were probably some of the best Better. in the league, but. They played a more fundamental baseball, the Belters. Yeah. Uh, Bob, how'd you feel about the uh, Evansville Otter season? Well, you know, Jack, um, every year going into this beautiful baseball season, I have high hopes for this ball club. You know, once again, they didn't get the job done. I don't know what to expect at this point. But one thing's for sure is that I will have my hopes high for the 2016 Evansville Otter season, and I will guarantee you that they will... They bring it home that World Series title. <laughs> wow, that's uh, high expectations for a team that finished the season 500 with a six-game losing. Well, it's about character, Jack. Well, I shouldn't be talking because uh, my uh, Schaumburg Boomers, after winning back-to-back championships, finished in uh, last place in the West. Only one, only uh, two games better than the uh, Lake Erie Crushers. From first to worst. From first to worst, you know, uh, it was it was an off year, um, but hey, you know, you still he, have a star in that in your second baseman. I, I still we still have Jordan Dean, as long as he doesn't go to the MLB. Um, we know that's happening soon. It's, well, a, it's what you say inevitable. <laughs> he will make the jump. 
at some point. I, I feel like a lot of these guys are making the jump at some of at one point. Um, but like Pat McKenna, I think. I don't think so. Well, we just heard that you know Frontier League MVP Taylor Art. He just signed with the Marlins last month, so well, he, these cool. guys are making jumps into the league. You know, trying to make the jump into the big leagues. The Marlins. That's a storied franchise. Because we know, yeah, we know what kind of franchise. They're a good franchise. But uh, you know, it's like some days you win, some days you lose, and you know, it's the Boomers came out and they lost a lot this year. That's last year. We're Boomers fans. We don't look in the past. We don't dwell on past championships. We're about uh, current wins over championships. Uh, championships over celebrations. Unlike some some teams in this league. And uh, I think that's what makes the Boomers the best franchise in the Frontier League, and I'll stand by that till the day I die. And uh, Demo can talk all he wants about the Windy City Thunderbolts. They only finished one game ahead of us. Iron uh, Man Torres, he didn't even have that good of a year, I thought. Yeah, I wasn't, you know, usually the Iron Man has a pretty outstanding season solid year pretty consistent but yeah this year didn't live up to his Iron Man name as they say no so is Taylor Hard the only person to go pro so far or? he's the only one who's made the news cause you know Frontier League they like to keep it on the download seems. yeah it's like we go away for four months and you can't find no, any news no news gets leaked <laughs> but uh Brian Anson from River City ended up leading the league in average with 371. Followed by, by our uh, boy Rooster Dudley. Big shout out to Aaron Dudley from the Normal Corn Belters. Good with job, Aaron. 346, second in the league. Uh, Taylor Ard, Marlins, signing E, finished with uh, home runs 30. That's a lot. Pat McKenna finished with 22, Jeremy. Well, I mean, but a lot of. Lock in that. <laughs> Taylor Hart also finished 83 with uh, RBIs. And Pat McKenna finished with 70. A lot of pass balls for the guys on third base, <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Tim Coons for River City finished the year number one in wins with 11. Michael Schweiss from Normal finished with 135 strikeouts you leading know, the league. you got to think, what's up with his arm? That's 135 strikeouts. That's a lot of pitching. That's a lot of strikeouts. That's a lot of innings. Is this guy going to be the same guy next year? You know, you, I maybe I'll put an inning limit on him. Do we see Matt Harvey 2.0? That's the question, isn't maybe. it? Maybe. But that'd be good for me because they'd be playing in the finals next year if, if it's a Matt Harvey 2.0 because well, Matt Harvey, of course, this year. World Series. So, yeah. Only assume. And Not then, the right Bob, your man, Will Oliver, finished with a 1.59 ERA to finish the year. Well, that's what we expect, and that's what we got. Well, I mean, you were talking earlier. Um, you know, you're saying this team doesn't come out to perform as much as you want them to, but seems to me you got one guy out there in Will Oliver who actually wants to... Uh, Maybe that's all we need. We don't need no World Series, though. Are you trying to build around this guy, or is it time to look... T- to other options. You know? no, that's a good question, Dan. Is this, the guy, is this the type of guy you want to build your franchise around? That's the question. That's another good question, Dan. That is a good question, Dan. Those are some questions we're going to look for this offseason. Great questions from Dan. All right, from so that's my job. Frontier League players who ended up making the major leagues. Austin Wright from the Winnie City Thunderbolts was sold to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Joe McCarthy <laughs> from the Florence <laughs> Freedom 
was so signed, but he wasn't signed by the major, but... <laughs> so ironic. Florence uh, Freedom, Joe McCarthy, come on now. <laughs> Chuck Weaver from the Florence Freedom was sold to the Marlins. Raul Jacobson from the Boomers, my boy, was signed to the Mets. Tyler uh, Shover was traded to the Sioux Fall Canaries. Well, he was acquired in a trade with them. He's going normal. Uh, any other guys make the majors? Diamondbacks and Marlins seem to be big on the Frontier League. You know, Jordan Dean, a former Diamondback himself. I thought he was he was a Tiger, Dan. He was a Diamondback as well, I believe. Pretty sure he was a. I know. Listen, I know a lot about Jordan. I know Dean. I, it's my flash and question your Jordan. But I, but double check that for me. Brett Schenken from the Frontier Grays goes to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Justin Harris from the Florence Freedom is suspended indefinitely. Wonder what he did. You know, I, I, I can't say. I think we all know. Um, let's look at attendance numbers for the Frontier League. I know the game we went to that we live popping. That was the Frontier. largest yeah. Frontier League crowd of all time. Yes. It was around six thousand. So Schaumburg Boomers finished the year. Top of the attendance, as always. You're welcome. We had 162,210. Followed in third by the Traverse City Beach Bums with 132,404. Uh, Evansville Otters, 114,787. Normal Corn Belters, 102,290. That'll go up next year, though. Season and tickets over here. Demos, Windy City Thunderbolts, 76,550. They averaged 993 fans per game. Ouch. The lowest in the league. So, good for you, Dama. Ouch. Schaumburg had the highest with averaging 3,061 fans. While being fans. in last place. While being in fast place. pretty amazing. We're kind of like the Yankees of Frontier League. You know, and I really think Jordan Jordan Dean is a mayor of Derek Jeter. Yeah. Just a, a guy that Everything. You, you trust is going to go out there and lead the team. And, you know, we've talked to Jordan. Jordan's uh, f- a friend of the show. He's going to appear on our show one of these days. Um, I think all of us have nothing but good things to say about Jordan Dean. That's true. That is true. Very true. A model citizen. Model citizen, model player. And to go back to that, I mistakenly said that Jordan signed with the Diamondbacks. I was I read my notes where I was talking about MVP Taylor Ard. Taylor Ard was formerly in the Diamondbacks organization. That's my fault. We apologize, Jordan, if you're listening right now. Jordan, we apologize. You know Jordan's listening. We do. He's but he was a Detroit listening. Tiger. Detroit Tiger, that is true. Detroit Tigers. He's from Central Michigan University. Central Michigan. Michigan boy his whole life. A Chippewa. CMU. Central Michigan. So, Bob, do um, you have anything else to say about the Evansville Otters? Well, Jack, um, they have all the tools. They have what it takes. They have that star pitcher. This team's going to win. There's no question about it. We've got it. That's why they're the Evansville Otters. The Evansville Otters. The Evansville Otters. The Evansville Otters. Now, Dan, um, do you have anything to comment on the na- the controversy surrounding the name of the Traverse City Beach Bums? Many are saying that they find the name offensive. So. You know, 
the thing with an issue with the name is, you know, we're seeing this a lot in sports, you know, with the Washington Redskins and the many other organizations, especially involved with Indian Affairs. But I don't see anything wrong with this beach bum name. I mean, it's simple. It's you know, it's not. It's not an issue. It's it's just a, you know a friendly name. And I don't see what the problem is. You know. You know. In, uh, in our I, culture today, you know, you find that come up more more frequently. But I mean, this name in, in particular, I'm not I'm not seeing much of an issue with. It. You know, I read an article saying that it's offensive to homeless people. Um, people that tend to <clears throat> live on the beach, calling them bums. Um, I don't think. The article I read said we should not um, bastardize these uh, unfortunate souls that happen to live on the beaches of Traverse City. Um, you should embrace them and help them find jobs to stimulate the economy. Yeah, okay, yeah. I can see that counterpoint. I can see that counterpoint. That's a valid point. And I would be open to more further discussion on this issue. This I is, mean, it has been an evolution with the naming of of homeless, I mean, back years ago, they were, <laughs> they were just called bums, let's just be honest here, but now they're called homeless, I mean, in years from now, they'll probably call, be called outdoorsmen, so. It's just a constant, it's a changing world. It's and a changing world. And this, this culture that we live in today, it's, 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 it's an issue. Right, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll tackle this issue head on here at Frontier League tonight. We talk about the, the important issues in the, in the, of the league. Um, is Joe Flacco an elite quarterback? Uh, is Joe Flacco an elite quarterback? Bob. Yeah. Me. No. No. No chance. Joe Flacco's not elite. Suck it, Baltimore. But also on, on the sports business side of things, uh, it was just released that the Beach Bums, stinking with the Beach Bums, they uh, they generated $13.5 million last year. With over 1.2 being going back to the community in the form of donations. So you can tell... Even though the Beach Bums, their name is being controversy, they're still, they have a big impact on their community, and they, that should be respected for that. Yeah, I think uh, most teams in the Frontier League do because these are uh, very community-oriented teams. You know, uh, the community that they're in love them, and they love their they love their fans. All these teams, um, you know, it's not often you get a group of people that actually want to come out and actively support a baseball team, but. Um, in the great cities of Traverse City, Evansville, Normal, Illinois, Normal, where I'll be residing soon, uh, close to God's country, Illinois, Windy City, I mean, Windy City, Southside Chicago, Crestwood, Joliet, Florence, all the great Schaumburg, cities of the league, Rockford. These are these are staple cities, and the league and them really benefit from these great fans and yeah. these great athletes. Scoreboard update. Jeremy Sinopel here with your scoreboard update. In NBA D-League action, the Westchester Knicks beat the Idaho Stampede 85-78, and Los Angeles Defenders are currently up 70-67 over the Oklahoma City Blue. Now over to Dan. In men's college soccer news, Boston College defeats the South Florida Bulls 2-1. Ohio State ties with Dayton 1-1. Georgetown beats Hofstra 3-0. And Wake Forest gets the win over Charlotte 1-0. So, that works out so Funny you bring up Charlotte, Dan, because speaking of Charlotte, I have a bone to pick with the city of Charlotte. Jeremy, you want to elaborate? Well, 
for a while now, we've wanted to bring the bring MLB to Charlotte guy on, but and it seemed all but confirmed tonight, but he bailed out at the last minute and we were left in shock. We are sorry. We I know we tweeted that we ha we would have a special guest on tonight, but we're sorry. He just did not come through. You know, we took a poll and everything. We we wanted the audience really engaged in this episode. So I'm just going to tell you what the poll said. Uh, we asked you guys, the fans, would Charlotte, North Carolina be able to support an MLB team? Uh, we received seven votes. 100% said no. So uh, I don't think Charlotte's cut out for an MLB team, bud, because not even their fans can show up to certain places. What makes you think they're going to show up to a game? On top of that, they just built a new $55 million stadium for their minor uh, minor league team, the Charlotte Knights, that stadium, which was used with $15 million in public money, can't be retrofitted for an MOB stadium. So what are they going to do? Just build a whole new stadium in the city? I mean, come on. You know, it's just stuff like this that makes me think that uh, this guy is just bailing because we dare to ask the tough questions, you know. We, we ask the tough questions. We, we provide a platform for people to come defend their case to, to have Charlotte can never be franchised. What comes and down to it is he's scared of the truth. Apparently. What comes down to it is we have former MLB players. We have Frontier League players that are entering the league. We have Major League scouts. We have Major League fans following us, listening to us every every time we post something. And, and we're sorry we haven't posted in a while. And, yeah, well, but when it gets down to this, we promise them something. And this guy had his chance to come up here and defend the city of Charlotte and promote it if anything open the eyes of many people to, to see Clearly Charlotte does not love Charlotte Charlotte could be a viable option for a MLB team and you know what you poop the bed it's plain and simple poop the bed and uh, I guess Charlotte's not having a team Char I wouldn't be surprised if Charlotte doesn't get a team you know I think that's all we have uh, pretty short episode this time around because we we're expecting bring MLB to Charlotte coming on and he didn't um, but we do have a great great uh, list of interviews coming up next um, uh, recently we've been in contact with not only then Frontier League great all-star all-around poster boy Jordan Dean Jordan Dean will be coming on uh, we'll get more news on that when we get scheduled conflicts short, uh, sorted out uh, we might have Joshua Schwab coming on, former CEO of the Joliet Slammers. He sold his uh, shares, though, to Nick Semeca, so he might be coming on, too. Billy Wagner, former MLB reliever for the Astros, Phillies, Red Sox, and who else, Jeremy? Did you say Mets? Oh, I didn't say Mets. Mets well, wants to, might be coming on. Sam Levitt. Um, and maybe Demo. Yeah, yeah I mean, if one of our own, all, our guys could show up, that'd be lovely. Yeah. yeah. He's about as useful as bring him. I mean, we could Ooh. end the show by saying that St. Norbert's football team, a Division three school, lost 48 nothing to, was it? Wisconsin Whitewater. Wisconsin Whitewater defending champions. After Norbert's went undefeated. Wow. wow. Won their conference, wiped the table. They went. To, they ran the table with their conference. And can't even win. Can't even get out of the first round. Demo, if you're listening to this, just remember, go Cubs. Demo, if you're listening to this, just remember, we all hate you and you suck. <laughs>
like Pat McKenna. <laughs> Dan, anything to say? That's all. That's all I got, folks. That's all I got. We'll see you later, Frontier League fanatics.